Well, Matt, I guess we really are the last of us. How's my Troy Baker? You, you, were, you were sitting on that one, weren't you? Well, yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> it was last week. Yeah. I was going to do it last week. All right, welcome to Godwin Unlocked, episode 85. And we are starting with The Last of Us, because The Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> End of story. Well, by indefinitely, they mean until PS5. We don't know. Well, see, here's what I can't... A lot of these companies, and this is... The varying degrees of response to this just shows you, like... I mean, and how really, why would you have contingency plans? Why would most companies have contingency plans like this? Yeah. But it shows like how unprepared companies were for any event like this ever. That being, depending on what year you're listening to this. If you're listening to this in 2030, you may not know that there's a coronavirus outbreak in the year we are recording this episode. Um, Hopefully. Hopefully. We should start recording. It might still be going on. We should start recording every episode, like... Like, uh, like, the, like the journey, yeah, like the journal in the thing or something like, you know, like, Captain's Log Day, yeah, seven of yeah. the outbreak, um, like Terminator. But here's all these companies are doing different things. Like some of them are going like, okay, yep, we're gonna do it digital. Like here it is, you know, it's yours, it's in your hands now. Um, so Sony has delayed The Last of Us two, and what was the other game they delayed? Another no, game. no other game mattered. Iron Man VR. That's what oh, it was. that's right. Which was supposed to come out next month. Is Ghost of Tsushima out? Did that release? No, I no, no. Know? That's like August, I think. Oh, okay, that's um, why you get delayed too. So, Last of Us Two is you know the PS4 swan song. It's delayed. We don't know when it's coming out. It was supposed to be out next month, and then the story got you know detailed more and more as the developers said, "Well, the game's." pretty much done there's no development to do because it's not so it's not for that reason yeah and then somebody else another developer was like oh yeah uh that's not true uh, the game's not done and then the real story came out and that it's basically sony doesn't want to miss retail sales well but you, then sony backtracked and said well maybe we'll release it digitally will you be suspicious if they release ghost of tsushima on time well but, and this is still going well, on. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Sony is trying to to hide under the banner that, well, we can't finish the game. Yeah. I think that the game is basically finished. Yeah. It's been delayed numerous times. And I think they're scared that if they release it now, missing all those retail See, sales are going to hurt it. My, my conspiracy theory is that they saw the way people reacted to PS5 reveal, and they got or scared. That. They got scared, so they said, okay, well... We, we need a, a big we need a big hitter right, right out of the gate. So let's you know, Last of Us Two is our biggest big hitter really. Yeah. So it's stupid for us to release it on PS4 just a few months before PS5. Well, so let's just release it on. They're PS4. gonna have to release it on PS4. I mean, they're really screwing PS4 fans if they don't. Well, no, yeah, but they could don't release, release it. it but as, well, they day could release day. it the same day. Yeah, even. And I'm sure they'll have they'll have the PS5 patch ready to go. But but to to actually make a PlayStation 5 version, even though it'll basically be the exact same thing with, I don't know, three frames more per second or something. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I would be way more apt to believe that than, oh, the game's not quite finished. Yeah, yeah it's no, finished. This no. game's been in development for, what, seven years, eight I mean, years? You got to applaud Sony. They say don't let a good crisis go to waste. 
<laughs> and this is, you know, this is just the perfect opportunity for them to. Well, here's the other thing. Sony just delayed all of their movies for the rest of the year. All of them. Oh, yeah. Just not releasing them. Well, I mean, where are you going to release them to? Well, unless you put let's just say online. some studios are doing digital. Yeah. And Marvel's even considering doing digital. Now, that would be huge. Well, it makes perfect sense. But you I also it. wonder, like, if, if I were Disney, I wouldn't do it. If they, if they released, let's say, Black Widow on the Disney Plus. Wow. Yeah, that would That's be a huge. lot of Disney Plus subs. Oh, yeah. That would get a lot, so, get a lot of people crazy. Um, you know, Disney and Marvel kind of have a backup revenue mechanism at least so like well we can't get you there but we'll get you here yeah. you know sony well you know it's funny you say that much. i was just thinking about i was just thinking the other day how disney is so lucky that they just got disney plus out the door yeah because i mean their their parks are they're gone yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're gone yeah so like and those things can't be cheap to idle yeah you know because some of the performers they have there, you know, are, are like so specialized. Like you, you yeah. can't just go out and replace those people. No. You know? Like it's so, so they're, of course they're still paying those people and they yeah. can't be cheap for some of the stuff they yeah. do. And then you do have like the cheaper labor, but you know, the, the cost to Isla, it must be huge. So, well, and I think it, they're lucky that they already got Disney plus out the door. Cause now they can cash in on all those extra subs that people are subscribing because they're home with nothing else yeah. to do. And, and if it wasn't out until next year. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's really a double whammy because you know, obviously like people like me, I drop, I drop my TV subscription because I only have it for ESPN Yeah. and there's nothing on ESPN <laughs> and Disney, for those that don't know, Disney owns ESPN. So so they don't have ESPN. You know they don't have their parks. You know what has been really sad to watch is that, like, ESPN's total lack of creativity has shined through through this so badly. Like, you realize that literally all ESPN is is a few people reacting to the news. Oh yeah. There's no there's no like like insider deep dive journalism once in a while yeah. you know one of them pulls something out. you know what's funny is but there's really not a lot of like creative like in-depth looks yeah and and it's you really see that now like all this is is reacting to the news who did mcgregor fight in his last fight cowboy cerrone oh that's right so i i got in on espn plus for just to to buy that because you, you got it, you got it, yeah, exactly. It you got it for slightly cheaper, like twenty bucks off yeah. or something. If you bought a whole year of ESPN yeah. Plus, so I did that, and and then the the fight was literally about eight seconds. Yeah, and then the virus hits, and now there's nothing. There's, nothing. there's like literally nothing. So like I, you know, I bought ESPN Plus for, you know, I spent like one hundred twenty bucks in total for like yeah. nothing. What do you think? I'm really starting to worry. What if The Last of Us isn't great, too? Like, because oh. they've delayed it so many times. Yeah. My my theory is is it's, it's gonna be bad. Uh, well, I don't think it'd be bad, but like, what if it's just kind of like yeah. average? Yeah. I mean, I mean, for 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 The Last of Us two to be like an eight or seven out of ten, where some games that might be like you know okay, it's decent, you know whatever. Yeah. But for a game like that, and I'm just totally speculating. I'll be stunned if it's anything better than average. You think? Well, I think what will end up happening is the graphics will be nice and pretty. 
and everybody was like, oh, you know. The like, production values are going to be the best exactly. in the industry. Really, and, and Sony really found the winning formula. If your game looks nice enough, it doesn't matter how bad it is. You're immersed. Like, yeah, like you're basically guaranteed at least an eight. Yeah. Like you're starting from an eight as long as your game well, just blows people's minds. Days Gone didn't. didn't. Yeah, but that, that didn't look Death good. Death Stranding enough. didn't do that. Yeah, that didn't look good enough. Yet. Death Stranding did look good. Uh, it looked like mud screen, uh, splashed all over your screen. Nothing really looks as good as like the Naughty Dog games. Yeah, I mean, they're the best in the business so, as far as visual fidelity goes. Or like Ghost of Tsushima. I'm expecting that to be pretty uh, average. But it does have nice graphics, so it does, it'll but... probably get at least eights. And so that's just, you know, that's what I think will happen with The Last of Us 2. I just don't see how it could it could be as good as the original. That's my fear. And that's why I kind of hope they never made a sequel. It, it's the bond between Joel yeah. and Ellie that really, you know, drove the story. Oh yeah, definitely. And now that she's older, yeah, like, I just and, and I don't know. Well, I, I think don't... I think the point of this game is going to be that you're seeing the, the fallout that Joel's decision yeah. had on her. Well, now like, that she's, she's damaged. Is once she now that she's going to know what he did. Yeah. There's going to be a conflict between them. Yeah. So you're not even going to have that like nice, like, oh, you know, he'll probably die saving her. Or yeah, something. that's what I assume. <laughs> but, um, so speaking of, you know, like movies and Sony delaying all their stuff, and AMC, the movie theater, got their credit downgraded by, I think, S&P. <laughs> and uh, S&P said, there's no way ever, like, not now, not ever, yeah. that it's ever coming back. Really? Like, their credit. Oh, like, really? Like, not now, not ever. Now, like, you know, it's like funny. theaters were already, like, dying. Yeah. And I guess AMC's, like, drowning in debt. Well, and they're like, now this? They it, thought they are just like, no, AMC's, you know. You know what's funny is um, the Chinese had just bought AMC, like, a year or two ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day, too. I was like, oh, man, they must be <laughs> thrilled. Well, they invested all that money, and now like they can't even open their theaters. I kind of think that theaters might... I was, what I was telling somebody the other day is, I think they're the next arcade. Yeah. Like, they're going to become rarer and rarer over the next, like, 30 years. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen, like, overnight. I mean, it's funny. I've been thinking about buying, like, a 77-inch screen. 8K? For 15K? Not 8K. Not, no, because you can get 4K for, like, dirt cheap. Now. Yeah. Like even OLEDs, like you can get like two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. But yeah, when you think of how long you can have a quality TV that's for, that's always your. <laughs> yeah, well, but, if it lasts me for twenty years, yeah, and I'd only pay a hundred dollars a year. If it lasts, if it lasts, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, if you could have an that's old, just your justification. If you could though. have an, well, yeah, but it's true though. If you well, could have a seventy-seven-inch OLED for two hundred dollars a year, you would say, yeah, that's no, that's insane. That's that's no. a great deal. No, I wouldn't, because I'd have to pay two thousand up front, and I wouldn't do it. Oh well, I mean, how much you pay up front doesn't matter. Yeah, that is yeah. does matter, especially because a lot of people don't even have a paycheck right now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you don't have a paycheck, obviously it matters. But you know, it, you're you're luckier to pay a smaller amount, or in this case, a larger amount today than pay it out over the course of time. What the hell does this have to do with movie here? I don't remember. <laughs> 
We've covered like eight topics in the very first. Yeah. We were we were on The Last of Us, then ESPN somehow, and then this is the Sony ra- movies. This is the rambling. Movies. This is gonna be the rambling episode. <laughs> Put the rambling but, man. But, yeah, on the just... <laughs> All right. So listen to this. Um, IGN announced the Summer of Gaming digital event for June, which seems to me like it's gonna be like the closest thing to like E3 that we're gonna get. Because, like, Square, Devolver, Sega, Namco, 2K, and more are going to be participating. But I guess here was the other news. Uh, E3 will not do anything this year. Because, like, originally E3 was going to try to do one of these digital events. Yeah. And they considered IGN as, like, a partner. But then E3 pulled out. But E3 is already scheduled, their 2021 conference. So for everybody who said E3 is dead, nope, not yet. But they said that they're going to take all this extra time and they're going to totally reimagine the show. But now, what could that mean? Well, that's what can you really do differently? Yeah. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong, like I love you know Pax East and like I would go to all these shows if I could. But like, what could they possibly do that would like? I have no idea. I I, I do. my my first thought was maybe um, rather than having it in one location, what if you had it in multiple locations because i you know i think leaving la might be a good idea i think the just for the costs alone the press conferences i think are are going to be gone uh, you could do them all digitally yeah i think that's going to be the fallout of this is you know this this will really be the the event that cements the end of the well, three press conference you know and i i really think that like a lot of developers do this now and publishers it is literally much cheaper for them to just fly out, to pay to fly out and board, like, either journalists or streamers and influencers, fly them out to your headquarters, have them all play the game, oh, yeah. make their own videos for YouTube and yeah. stream and stuff. Yep. You, you'll spend, what, 50 grand to yeah. do that. Yeah. Whereas if you go to, if you're flying your whole company to L.A., room and board, all the production, yeah. you're going to spend like half a million dollars. Really, it's, it's amazing it, it didn't die sooner. Because when you think about it like that, when you actually think of like how much money they're spending versus how much money they really need to spend to, yeah. get, to get the same reach, right? it's, it's just insane. I mean, like You'd they're, be they're flushing tons. Paying Ninja to yeah. him alone and, and or whoever. Think, I mean, just imagine how much Nintendo saves by doing their E3s. Yeah. Uh, digitally yeah like whereas microsoft they got the big stage the laser lights and and in nintendo's example their actual presentation got much better because their conferences were always terrible i mean nintendo's could their directs though are nintendo's could probably cost like five bucks yeah i mean like it's no different than any youtube the quality in nintendo's went way up because their their conferences were always so awkward way up they weren't exciting. And, you know, it's, it's really remarkable to me that Sony and Microsoft still haven't copied Nintendo. I know. I the, know. the Nintendo Direct, the way they should. Yeah. I mean, they, they they both tried their own thing. Yeah. But they, they're full of filler junk. Like, there's well, too much of somebody the, that you don't care about thing. talking. Like, Nintendo went all in on their idea. Like, this is what we're doing. This, yeah. this has to be our best. Yeah. Whereas Microsoft is trying to spread out everything. Yeah. So when they do those digital things, they're like, well, we got to save our big hitters for E3. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas if so, if they don't do E3 anymore. But you know, well, they also then they could do. They also didn't have enough studios. In. Yeah. They didn't. Whereas have they game. do now. Yeah. So that could change. 
So this one, I've got a, I've got, I've got a billion dollar idea for Jeff Bezos out of this next one. So I, he's better be listening to this, this podcast while he's sitting home in quarantine and running all of his workers. One of dry. his many homes. Yes. <laughs> so Amazon is releasing both, both of its new games, its first games, in next month. One of them is that uh, MMO, I think it's called like New World. And the other one is a sci-fi shooter. So they're releasing both of their games in May. But they also say they plan to introduce uh, games that will be playable on Twitch. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Another cloud gaming service. Oh, my God. Uh, that they think will release later this year or in 2021. You know, you would think that... Um... You would think that, um, what's it called, Stadia, would be sort of like a, a tale of caution to everybody else. Like, hey, people don't really want this stuff. But, nope, everybody just keeps hopping on in. You know, it was nice to see, Phil was on IGN's podcast last that. week. And he, he just flat out said, he said, look. You know, we, we realize this isn't going to re- replace your console. Yeah. You know, we, we, I think he even said, we realize this isn't as good as having a console. Yeah. We, we realize that. You yeah. know, he's like, but it's for, it's, you know, it's not necessarily for you if you have a console. If you're listening to IGN's podcast, you're not the target audience yeah. for cloud gaming. Well, he said, you know, it's, it's if you are out and about and you really want to play something or, yeah. If you can't afford a console, or there are places in the world where they can't afford consoles, yeah. you know, but they can't afford a cell phone. So yeah. he says for them, he said like he was in Nigeria or something, yeah, and he was getting like two. He even admitted that he was only getting like two frames per second, yeah, uh, you know, on whatever game he was playing. Yeah. But he said it blew everybody away that he was playing a game that looked that good, yeah, on his cell phone, yeah. So I think here's my, like you said, I. Everybody's doing this cloud gaming service, and most of them are already out. Has nobody noticed that nobody talks about yeah, any of them? Zero. Any, and, and, the only ones Stadia, they talk about, the only, they, they talk about Stadia, but it's all like the failure. Yeah, right? it's all like this is this and is an epic people, failure. People do talk about X Cloud, which is still in testing. Yeah. But everybody else's gaming cloud streaming game thing, nothing. So here's my idea for Amazon. And the key is when they said games playable on Twitch, they don't need to do their own cloud streaming service. They need to make Twitch the cloud gaming service. Yeah, so when you're awesome. watching a game on Twitch, you know how it says like the category below, like you click the link. Well, imagine being able to go watch a game. So you see your favorite streamer playing whatever game when you click a link and right in your Twitch browser, now you're playing that game. Yeah, I won't be surprised if that's something like... That's what they need. Yeah, I won't be surprised if that's what they end up doing. Something, well, they're doing something. both, which seems silly to me. Like, why would you do... Because they're doing games playable on Twitch and a cloud oh, gaming really? service. Jeez. And Yeah, I don't know. Amazon, they're, they're real it weird. It seems like they don't... Yeah, well, they've got so much money, they're just like, I don't know, do it all. Yeah, well, that... I mean, that's always been Bezos's. When he created Amazon, he wanted it to be a store where it would have everything you could yeah. ever... Like he said, he wanted one of everything anyone could possibly want to buy. Yeah. That was his vision. Well, in that case, that worked. And when you look at when you look at their products, like you, you can still see that philosophy. Yeah. Like if you look at uh, like the Echo lineup, 
there are so many echo devices that nobody gives a damn about but it just yeah like he just wants but it to be there. everywhere he wants everything you know like but i think you got an echo ring you I got think an that, echo i think that precludes any of them from getting focus yeah from exactly Amazon. and that's like, where i was going with that same thing that google has done for yeah. years and then that's why i'm kind of worried when you say that they're doing both yeah it's like yeah you know, they should just be it's always been their problem. They've already got how many millions or even billions of people on Twitch. Utilize that gateway. Like, do you not see that? It's like the sea parted. Like, yeah. do you not see that? Could you imagine the amount of money that they could get just allowing people on Twitch to just click and then play that game like instantly? Yeah. Like, yeah. It just makes so much sense. You you would ca- you would get so many impulse buys. You'd watch a guy playing it for three seconds. Oh, this looks awesome. Click. It, it's just yeah i mean they're they're sort of the antithesis of of apple apple used to have a grid with yeah. four squares and that was it like that represented the four products that mm-hmm. they would put out mm-hmm. and so like they had laser focus and and amazon they just want to be everywhere and yeah. everything so the rumor hit the web this week that nintendo is going to release all 35 years of super mario games on switch this year and if this is actually the case i want to offer a headbutt to the ceo of nintendo because if they can actually convert old games to switch that quickly there's no excuse to not have their entire retro library on switch Uh, well yeah i mean a lot of people have been saying that like but i mean look how fast they've been cranking out wii u games to the switch And, and, you know, obviously it's going to be a lot easier to to port over 35-year-old NES, Super NES games. Um, But you're right. I don't know. I have no idea what, I mean, this slow drip into the the Nintendo online, like, I don't get it. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't get anything about Nintendo anymore. I really don't. I, I... Although I did find a Switch game that I'm interested in. I texted you the game, Ninjala. I don't know if you looked it up. But yeah, oh yeah. It's like, a, it. it's like a it's like a Splatoon yeah, meets it's, action game kind well, of looking I, it's thing. It's funny. I was thinking Splatoon meets Bleeding Edge. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. More kitty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so speaking of Japan, this, well, there's big Resident Evil rumor here. So let's go down the rabbit hole. So the former CEO of Platinum, Platinum makes Vanquish, Bayonetta, uh, Wonderful 101. Before that, they made Beautiful Joe. You know, they used to be with Capcom. Okami. The former CEO of Platinum, I almost called him Platcom. That should be the new, (laughs) let's start a company called Platcom. I mean, it would be really fitting since most of our ex-Capcom. Oh, yeah. Uh, they formed a new. He formed a new studio called M2, which is directly funded by Capcom, which is comprised of former Platinum and Capcom employees. And it's called M2 because this guy, the CEO, is trying to get Mikami to leave Tango, which I wish he would, and come, you know, kind of back to the mothership here and work for this M2 company who's. Under Capcom. <clears throat> well, this was kind of all rumored until Resident Evil 3 Nemesis released this past week. And M2 was actually in the credits for Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. And 
Okay, that definitely exists now. Yeah, they that's, helped. That's crazy. They helped make Resident Evil Three Nemesis. So there's two parts of the rumor here. So the in, an insider who always gets Resident Evil information right, absolutely every single time, said that this development studio is working on another remake for Capcom. So you call it. What do you think it is? It's another is it, remake. Is it? Well, it's either one of two things. It's either. Dino Crisis. Please don't, please don't say it. Please don't say or, it's I'm not, sorry. You're right. You're right. It's not It's, it's not going to be Dino It's not It's going to be Power It should it's be. It's going to be Power No, stuff. it's not. No. Or, it's definitely not. Or that. Resident Evil Code Veronica. It's not that. The insider said it's definitely not Code Veronica. Oh, okay. Well, then I have no idea. Do you think it's... Everybody's starting to wonder if they're going to... I think you even said it on Power this podcast Stone. once. Let's Are go. they going to remake Resident Evil 4? I feel like that's the game. Like you don't really need to remake. See, like, now you think you say that and you think that, but go back and play it. Oh well, yeah. And then I know. you'll say, oh yeah, this, yeah. this needs the treatment. Uh, see, it's got to be something with that engine that yeah. they're, they've been using for RE2, RE7. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the, like the HD re-release, they, I think maybe they cleaned up some of the stuff. I, I, I think. But you they, go back and play they the did original. A new control scheme. It, it's too. it's just so funny because you just assume that. It, that's how it's played since yeah. RE4. Yeah. But if you go back and play no. RE4, it's very different from yeah. like, you know, five, six. Well, you know what I figured do with six. Did you see? Oh yeah. yeah in yeah, Resident Evil yeah. Three, Nemesis, the new one. There's a there's literally a Capcom bashed Resident Evil Six. It's a no. Resident Evil Six poster, like at a movie theater. Yeah. But instead of Resident Evil Six, it says disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they knew it. <laughs> Uh, it might not say disaster. It might say like bomb or something. It's yeah. like a it's like a very meta yeah, phrase, yeah, yeah. whatever. I, I get what they're going for. So I hope that I really hope that it's I really hope that it's Dino Crisis. I feel like if they helped on Resident Evil Three, it's gonna be another like game in that vein. So Resident Evil Four, Res, Resident Evil Zero, or could it be remake the remake? Could it be Onimusha? Could be, I guess. Could it be, or could it be Onimusha? Or Devil May be, Cry. Oh yeah, it could be Devil May Cry. I don't know why they remake Devil yeah, May I Cry. I really don't want that. I want to want Onimusha. Or they tried to be, reboot with DMC. That uh, could it be Okami? It technically could. Yeah. I don't know why they would put that studio on Okami though. And I don't know why you'd remake it. I mean, that that game held up really up. well. Yeah, yeah. And, Aside from the text menus. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what you would do because it it holds up so nicely. And nobody seems to do cell shading anymore. No, so. no one does. Unless they take it away from cell shading and move it more realistic. That wouldn't work. But yeah, that'd be stupid. Um, so here's the second part of the rumor, except it's basically guaranteed. The 2021 Resident Evil game, so next year's Resident Evil game, he says, is indeed Resident Evil 8, but it was not originally Resident Evil 8. It was originally Resident Evil Revelations 3, which I don't know if you remember those games. But, oh, yeah. Uh, basically, he said it's a huge departure for the series. It's going to piss a lot of people off. And he said it is first person, like, seven. But he said that the game deals a lot with, like, the occult and sanity. And, like, I mean, a, a lot more, like, a lot of people were saying, like, this sounds like Silent Hill. Like, yeah. It, it, and he's saying, like, no, it's not that. But he, he, he said... When you see it, you're probably going to hate it. When you play it, you're going to understand. Yeah. So he's saying it's better than you You know, you I'm think. kind of surprised they didn't give us Resident Evil 7 with actual zombies. 
Yeah. You know, because we yeah. never we never got that really in, in seven. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they spent so much time because it was like their first VR game. Yeah. So maybe like they had to put a lot of resources. And thirty into, people into, played it in VR. Yeah, into getting getting it to work and run and. Yeah. So you know, and you know, it was an entirely new concept. I think you pitched the idea that maybe it was it wasn't originally a Resident Evil game, and that late in development they kind yeah. of said, "Oh, we need to make this Resident Evil." Yeah. But I mean, obviously, since seven, they they sort of flirted with, "Okay, let's let's leave behind what we used to what we used to be." But to then they the stuck Chris Redfield in at the end yep. at seven, and um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested in this for sure. And he, oh, yeah. he, he was saying, when you hear Resident Evil Revelations, you probably think trash. This is not trash. This, he said this is big. This is AAA. It's, they felt confident in it enough to call it Resident Evil 8 because they said the real, he said the real Resident Evil 8 was still like years away. And they didn't want people to have to wait five years it's, for a new mainline. It's kind of funny, though. Um, if you look through the history of Resident Evil, like, there's so there's many times. so many games. Yeah, there's so many times where like this has happened, where what a game started off as one thing and became oh, yeah. another. Like you know, Devil May Cry spun. Do you out remember of Resident Evil Four? Like the re- yeah, yeah, Devil May. Yeah, Devil May Cry the original was originally trailer? Resident Evil. Well, yeah, Devil May Cry was originally Resident Evil Four. Yeah, and then Mikami said like this is way become its own thing. We need to. So then the original Resident Evil Four for GameCube. That there was like three or four different versions of that. Yeah. There was like that spectral guy carrying a scythe, yeah. which I really wish we got that. But Not saying that Resident Evil 4 wasn't great because it's yeah. one of the greatest games of all time, but like I thought that looked awesome. It is, yeah, it's really amazing. If you look at that first trailer with, with what you're describing, yeah. which by the way looked incredible. Yeah, it did. And I think it still had like the like the hand drawn background at that point. I can't I think you're right. I can't and, remember. Um, but yeah, that, that looked incredible. Yeah. And thinking about it, like I, I always thought Resident Evil 4 was really good up until you went in like the castle. Yeah. And then it sort of got a little messy. Towards the end, it started to get a little wonky. Yeah, it got a little... You're fighting like soldiers with loose. like machine yeah, guns and like, stuff. I was like, where the hell did this like, come Like it was from? really fun still, but it it lost that like yeah. survival horror element. Yeah, like it was like, cool. became more action. Like, yeah, like going in, you're like, okay, it's a village full of like zombie yeah. people yeah and that was cool and then all of a sudden towards the end you're fighting like zombie machine gunners yeah it's like eh, i don't know yeah um so yeah this is this has happened throughout the, the entirety of the series i believe so. resident evil 2 had like a version uh that was almost like completely finished they got scrapped too and yeah. the resident evil 2 that we got was totally did um dino crisis was that? Could be. I can't remember. I can't remember. I mean, um, it was clearly very inspired by it. Well, yeah, there was a different. There, um, there was an entirely different lead character. And there's DLC in in RE3. Because there was was that two or three? There they weren't the going to have. They weren't going to have Claire. They weren't going to have Claire. Yeah, it must have been two, right? Two or Claire? Claire. Or, yeah. So they weren't going to have Claire in two. It was going to be a different character entirely. Yeah. And they included like what she would look like in RE3 as one of like the downloadable skins yeah. for Jill for some reason. I don't know. But um or was it in two? I can't remember now. But um yeah, so 
Yeah, like the, the RE, the Resident Evil games, they they constantly do this. You know, they start off as one thing and then just morph into yeah. other things. It'll be interesting to see. And he did say that this new game is going to be revealed like pretty soon. I am I am worried that they're going to exhaust this series again because they did yeah. seven, and then they did uh, two, and then they did three. But it's funny, and then they're going to do eight. They're not even close to yearly. Well, yeah, they are. Two came out last year. Well, three yeah. came out this year, and but, then this is going to be next year. So they're doing one a two year. Two and three, I don't really consider in the same vein as like seven and eight. Like you can do that. Well, yeah, because they're they're so different. Yeah. As compared to like modern warfare. Yeah. Or Call of Duty. Yeah. Whatever it's going by these days. Yeah. Um, where those games are the same game. Yeah. Like literally the same game year in and year out and mad. But I, I'm worried though. That Capcom's going to get caught in that pattern where it's like, okay, you get a first person one, you get a third person one. You get a first yeah. person one, you get a third per- And then you're just going to get into this. Like formulaic and, I mean, and that's you where, get exhausted. What, so that's once, where the fatigue sets Once they, they had a huge hit with Resident Evil 4, well, then they did 5, which was, you know, same mechanics, much, much a generational graphical leap. Um, and then they did 6, which turned the formula of 4 and 5 up to like, way off the charts and it was terrible like absolutely terrible yeah um so i just i hope that they use some discretion so this was one of the most genius moves i've seen by a game company (laughs) in a while so the valorant beta begins this tuesday april 7th before i go any further i was one of the lucky people to get a key very few people got keys i have one and I'll be streaming it all day, so if this comes out before the beta's out, come watch my stream. But So the only way to get a key for this was to watch pre-recorded streams that they aired on Twitch. So like all the big influencers, like I was talking about earlier, they flew them all out, they let them play the game for hours and record, you know, like four hours of gameplay. And then they were all under NDA until Friday. And then they got to sit there and commentate their own gameplay and talk about it. Yeah. And so, like, most days, like, the most watched game on Twitch has, like, a 100... Like, the single biggest game at any one time has, like, a 100,000 concurrent viewers or so. Valorant had 1 million concurrent viewers on Friday. So it was immediately... Jeez. The game wasn't even out yet. It's not no. even, the beta's not even out yet. And it became the biggest game on Twitch because the only way to get a key was to watch one of these streams. So basically, everybody in the whole gaming world was watching. And this this streams. this game's another ten cent deal, right? No. Well, I mean, they own ten cent. Right? They have a at least an investment, and yeah. I don't think they own them flat yeah, out. I don't know. They may own a majority. Yeah. But it's it's uh, the more and more you see of it, the gunplay is like it's so Counter Strike. Like it looks really good. It's everybody's super impressed with it. All the streamers and pros that played it were like. This is the next big thing, like, undoubtedly. Did you see anything from it? No, not really. I don't know why. This game just... Riot-type games, they, they, they don't they do not do anything for me. Well, Team Fortress... Or, uh, what is it? Team Fight Tactics. Yeah. I, I'm not interested in that. I mean, League, they just, I thought, always looks good. They just seem like a poor man's Blizzard. No, they're way... Have you seen Blizzard lately? <laughs> they have way surpassed Blizzard. No, I don't yeah, so. they have. Yeah. League of Legends is the biggest game in the world. So to call them poor man's anything is not... 
That's like saying Fortnite is poor man's PUBG. Like, no, <laughs> it's clearly past yeah. PUBG. I uh, mean, Toyota's probably the most popular car company in the world, but Toyotas aren't the best cars. Well, League of Legends is definitely the top MOBA. And I know you don't even know what a MOBA no, is. No, I don't know. <laughs> Don't care. This is going to be... That that alone... Actually, that, that fact invalidates them to me. Like, the fact that they have they the top MOBA, like, that's a negative. I think this game... This, to me, is, like, the true successor to Counter-Strike. When you watch it. Like, yeah. Counter-Strike has I mean, been, from like... from what I've seen of just it. The, and yeah. I'm not knocking Counter-Strike at all. That's an incredible game. But I'm just saying, like, this is the first advancement of that concept in... 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe it's been 20 years, Counter-Strike. Isn't it amazing? That is people amazing. Still, it's hot, bigger than ever. God. It's incredible. I it's mean, even when we were playing as, as kids, it, it it had already been around for a few years. Like, we, we, I we didn't got really into Source. Yeah, I didn't really come on the bandwagon until Source. Yeah, 1.6 exactly. had been huge for years. People still play 1.6. I know. <laughs> and that's why, even if this game's a hit, I don't expect Counter-Strike to go anywhere. No, no, no. It's just... I'm not saying it will. I'm just, just got that formula. Yeah, I'm not saying Valorant's going to be huge, but I'm not saying it's going to like kill Counter Strike. You know, and I don't think anybody's saying that. It's just like this is to me Valorant is probably going to be the biggest multiplayer game of 2020. Like, I can't think of anything offhand that could potentially challenge it. So come watch my stream of it on Tuesday. And then uh, we haven't had a good scandal about gearbox and i don't know a few good months so now we have one uh, gearbox who is the developers of borderlands 3 and they've had i don't know how many scandals has this Ugh. the ceo of gearbox been in he had the the kitty porn files saved on his What's his name randy pitchford yes yeah, he. I think he got banned from. This should be like we should have like the Randy Pitchford corner. I don't know how yeah. they haven't outed him yet. Where we just talk about his scandals and yeah, and screw up. He had that. He had uh, like he was like saying that like, you know, people should try to find the upside in like animal abuse at one point. Like, <laughs> like just he is like not all there anymore. I think he's like oh, had a mental God. breakdown. Like. He stole money from the company at one point, got caught, got caught in a lawsuit. Gee, didn't matter. Um, but anyway, a lot of people like their games. So anyway, Gearbox, this just it gets worse and worse. So Gearbox pays their employees below like the industry standard. But they supplement that by saying, you know, we have I think they call it like profit sharing. When the when we launch a game and it does well, you'll all get bonuses and and some of those bonuses are as large as six figures so you know substantial so borderlands 3 uh hit all of its sales goals was a massive success sold millions of copies and randy pitchford told the employees this this past week that well we're canceling your bonuses that we were promised you so thanks for developing this game for less than average pay rate that sold millions of copies and now thank you very much go make our next game <laughs> unbelievable i uh, uh, yeah I, I just can't believe it how could if that was you how do they retain talent that's what i'm saying like if i'm working there and even if i was completely happy up until that point there's no way like 
You permanently violated my trust. Yeah. Like, um, is he? I mean, is he? Is he? Is he hiding it under the guise of, well, you know, coronavirus, and we don't know what the future very is. Very well, could be. So we got it. We can't pay out these bonuses right now, and maybe like promising it in the future at least. That, or? that wasn't in the story, at least, and and I, I think. I, I mean, think, I just don't. I don't understand how there isn't like a complete revolt. I think, I, what I don't get is like, oh, even if it is, you know, the coronavirus concerns, like, I think you, that makes it even more important that you pay out those bonuses. That you, you pay out, because most companies are taking steps to pay out to their, keep their staff paid as much as they can, you know, and giving them extra money. And um, so now would be the time to, really deliver that yeah. loyalty and say, hey, we're going to take care of you guys. Yeah. You know, like, everything's going to be Especially fine. Especially if Borderlands 3 did that well. Yeah, like, so. it, I just, Gearbox is trash to me. I, I really can't get behind them anymore. Uh, so we got some Godspeed stories. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, Actually, I'll... yeah, let me read a second. Okay. okay, I'll start. Uh, my friend Pedro is now out on PS4. Uh, is, are you ready to be to befriend Pedro yet again? Well, I just wanted to... I just had to go on there because anybody who hasn't played it yet absolutely needs to. It is so great. Did you ever finish it? No, I didn't fix it. Okay, I mean, come on. Basically, come on. <laughs> come on. It's like the ongoing joke of this show. <laughs> but it's incredible. If you haven't played it and you have a PS4, go play it. G Fuel launched a Resident Evil-themed flavor called Nemesis Tea this week. Which is literally Arnold Palmer, but with nemesis and caffeine in it. So go get it and go use code Mayor to get yourself a discount. I don't know what the hell you're supposed to say about that. 